Back to Old School with DP and J. <laughs> there are interesting pairings that happen over the course of this, this Big Ten Media Days thing. And what's happening now is Jay Foreman, Rashawn Jackson, and P.J. Fleck in a circle. Uh... Yeah, we're going to have to get the reports on what that conversation is. Again, uh, tickets coverage of Big Ten Media Days from Indianapolis, sponsored by Gary Michaels, Clothiers, and Ben Bleicher, Professional Realty Group. Uh, Rico, you have clips to share. Let's get into it. What's the first thing up for you? So the first thing up, we have a uh, Scott Frost clip saying, uh, don't expect massive changes in play calling. Okay, go. When you feel like you're doing the right things, if a a complete change of course is the wrong way to go, Uh, there's always little things that that we might tweak or or ways for us to look to get a little bit better. Um, My role is going to change a little bit, having an offensive coordinator that I trust to take it over a little bit. Uh, But uh, for the most part, we've been doing it the right way. Uh, It just hasn't led to the results we want yet. Um, This year's going to be different. Rico, uh, your thought. Um, exciting. <laughs> if he, if he, you know, he says he has an offensive coordinator that he trusts. If if he truly trusts that offensive coordinator and, and lets him loose and takes more of the CEO role and takes a step back, uh, we've seen, however unfortunate, however true it is, um, the play calling offensively with Scott Frost at the helm calling the plays. So to see somebody who he brings in, who he trusts to make those offensive play calls and actually taking more of a hands-off approach would be encouraging. All right, Rico. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Well, uh, there is uh, another kind of part of that, uh, Scott Frost clip, and I'll just play it. I won't even tell you what it is. You'll you'll, you'll be able to tell. It makes me a little sad because I like it, uh, but it's also helped me focus on a lot of other areas that we can get better. I'm going to be able to spend more time with a lot of the other players, and and it's going to be a collaboration. I'm not divorcing myself from it. Uh, we need to put our, right. our players in the in the best things and the, to give them the chance to win football games, and we'll continue to do that. Right. It, it, it's fantastic. A little sad to give up play-calling duties. It's fant- it's, hey, hey, listen. If, if he said otherwise, I know he, he wasn't telling the truth because no, nobody that calls plays wants to give up that control. Like That's a big part of the coaching and what they're excited about is being able to, uh, to call plays. Um, I am a little concerned. Uh, if you're going to do what you did, you're going to get what you got. Now, there'll be little tweaks, and you said there's little things. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm, I'm all in with it was all right. Like you were doing most things right. Tweaking a little bit. Yeah, it, it's, it's there. What else you got, Rico? Well, we've got uh, <laughs> Scott Frost responding. This is a shorter one, about 17 and a half seconds. Okay. Um, Frost responding to Pat Narduzzi's comments on Mark Whipple. I, I just heard about that third hand. You know, I, I don't know. Um, they had one of the top offenses in the country. So, it, it, and if we scored as many points as they scored last year, I don't care if we run it, throw it, or kick it. So, um, again, we're just going to try to find the best mix and, and figure out how to score. DP, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... Yeah, it's good to hear it from him, right? Yep. Uh, so we don't have to speculate. 
but that's been the question, and, and, and I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. That's been a question that, that, that's been on the minds of Husker fans since the end of season last year, right? How is this going to play out? Mm-hmm. And my concern with a new offensive coordinator, a new passing game coordinator, a new quarterback, uh, 50% new receivers. Okay, I, I have to pause. Okay. I told you. So I'm, I'm going I'm to say this to you. Most of the people who came to this event mm-hmm. are in suits. Yes. Iowa Uh-oh. is coming in different. Iowa is coming in jerseys and shorts and tennis shoes. What? Bruh. I I love this way too much. What? I love this way too much. Like, do, you, I'm, do you like it? Are I'm, you a fan of that? Or are you I'm, more of a suit guy? I I... I don't know what to say about this. I'm going to send that to you, Rico. Go ahead. Yeah. Because everybody else, tight, you know, tight jacket, tight tight slacks, right? Yeah. The, the uh-huh. proper shoes, the, the real deal, right? Yeah. They just rolled in. Kirk Ferentz has the Hawkeyes rolling in in jerseys, black short, black jerseys, black shorts, white tennis shoes, white socks. Okay. <laughs> Are they running? Are they going to run drills? Like what? I don't know. Right I don't know. Like I don't know. Why do you have to be different? Well, like what? That's a that is I, that is. I, I, I don't much, know what to do with that. For as I don't much, know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. For as much crap as people give PJ Fleck I, and the Gophers, at least they're wearing suits. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm so for Sean and and, and Jay. Jay just walked back. Did yeah. you guys? Did you guys catch I walk in just now? Yeah. Yeah. I will who? Did oh, we don't, we don't go, we don't, we don't, we don't say that name up in here. Did you see? Did you see how they how they rolled in Jay Foreman? Who? The, the tight end right there. Where is Kurt Ferentz over there? Bruh. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, he looking like Robert De Niro, man. Let me go run up on him. No, they didn't. Yeah. What was this? They just walked just in. Just right now, they just walked in front of. Him. They just walked well, in who's front. The, well, who's the cat in the blue sh- blue uh, suit over there? I have no idea. This is spectacular. But that's all secondary, though. This is spectacular. That's all secondary because I bu- <laughs> I bum rushed PJ Fleck. I I told Rico. I said I, I, I actually got a picture of the three of you. I, I tried to do my best because v- I got a picture. VJ gonna send me the picture. Because Vashawn was hiding behind the flag, so I couldn't get yeah. you. Guys, from this angle, what was what was send that? Me that send me that picture, VJ. What was that convers? What was that conversation? Uh, well, Rajan was interviewing him, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I couldn't get nothing in. I wanted to talk to him about uh, there's a, a couple linebackers that I trained, and PJ uh, was a man of his word and put one of them on scholarship. Both of them are in the NFL right now. Right. Um, both of them are Eden Prairie Eagle alum, okay. and. Uh, you know, they speak highly of him, and uh, he's part of the reason why Carter Coughlin uh, came back after a 10-sack ten ten, ten junior season. He came back for a senior year because of what he believed in with P.J. Fleck. Blake Cashman became a first or second team All-Big Ten linebacker, and the big thing is is that uh, one of the first uh, meetings P.J. had was with Blake and told him he respected you know everything he did and was going to put him on scholarship. And I said I appreciate it because I know Blake – know how hard he worked and how much he didn't how long or they yanked his chain the previous coach yanked his chain as far as being on scholarship and then pj fleck right away was a man of his word so 
just that, and not much. Rashawn was, of course, asking him, you know, interviewing him. I was talking to him about bigger things than 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 football, about life, how he recruits you know, players. You know. He knows my high school coach. Rashawn, Rashawn just, Rashawn just. The thing about Rashawn ain't been outside much. That's the that's the problem with Rashawn. He has not been outside much. He don't know how to operate much like that. Um, and it is what it is. And uh, but you know this the energy is in here is different. I had to run off and went into Sirius XM and tried to you know line up some stuff with them uh, for Big Ten. But uh, the energy out here is different. Um, you know you talk to people on a national basis. It's a lot. It's it's like it's almost like. Uh, the first time I traveled outside the United States, you don't have to take everything what they say is is as gospel, but there's definitely something to it. And um, I was going to Iowa. I mean, I guess, I don't know. They must feel good about themselves walking in there with them jerseys on. I mean, it would be very hard for me in my senior year to be at media day walking in here with my jersey, man. I, I'm I'm trying to come in suited and booted, but uh, you know, it is what it is, and. Uh, I, I didn't did know it, how it, when I saw it, I, it my jaw dropped. My and jaw that's dropped. Kurt, is that Kurt Ferentz down there in that suit? Yeah. 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 I was going to Iowa. Good for them, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. It's uh... All right. So so we're going to go back with Jay here because have you heard – did you hear the Scott Frost comments? No, I was, I was okay. literally back in the dungeon. Okay, so we're going to go – Rico, if you would. Let's start at the beginning and replay the Scott Frost clips that we have. Let's start with the first one. When you feel like you're doing the right things, you're, if a, a complete change of course is the wrong way to go. Uh, there's always little things that, that we might tweak or, or ways for us to look to get a little bit better. Um, my role is going to change a little bit, having an offensive coordinator that I trust to take it over a little bit. Uh, but uh, for the most part, we've been doing it the right way. Uh, it just hasn't led to the results we want yet. Um, this year's going to be different. Jay Foreman? Uh, there, I mean, there's some truth to that. I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, wh- really what people are, Is Is he uh, saying that he, he didn't tra- trust Matt Lubin? Well, I haven't got there yet. Okay. Um, okay. What I'm saying is, is like what, what his comments, what I'm taking it as is they're pushing players, developing players. They've built the roster up. They're doing stuff wholeheartedly the right way why come in and go and go to the you know air raid offense or whatever something that's totally different and think you're going to win versus add and tweak and do some stuff you know little things that can lead to big results I think that's what he's saying versus you know people taking it like oh well you know you're three and nine so you should scrap everything that's not necessarily the case because always go to like business you know sometimes they said it you know do you go and hire a whole new manager or do you or does a manager hire new salespeople and teach them you know how to sell a new product a certain way that they use you you know usually sell it um so it's, it's different and then as far as uh you know the offensive coordinator comment i don't really i mean it's you know i don't really look at it as a shot at lubick or anything like that i think he's just saying hey i trust whipple um, and he's willing to wholeheartedly take a a step back, two steps back, or whatever you need, and go from there. But I see Trev Alberts over there. I, 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 it might be time for me to start popping up on cats like a pop tart. 
I, I look, we have the beauty of this. We have, we have. Yeah, yeah, seven, but I'm just saying it might we, be time for me we, to start we, putting we, people we on have, Front Street. Pop seven, up. Well, we were told no, we, we were told that Trev would come over and sit down. Oh, good. Then I'm gonna and, just go ahead and, and we we just gonna have a one on one like right? a, we're gonna oh, be like yeah. Jerry Springer over there, right? So like, Jerry, like that's gonna huh? happen. Um, Howard Griffin is committed to coming over this afternoon. Matt Millen has you know, we're worried about. Uh, I don't know if we get Coach Donardo. Uh, we'll get the the, the the big Buckeye linebacker as well. So we'll have some dudes come over there. Rico, clip number two, please. It makes me a little sad because I like it, uh, but. It's also helped me focus on a lot of other areas that we can get better. I'm going to be able to spend more time with a lot of the other players, and and it's going to be a collaboration. Um, I'm not divorcing myself from it. Uh, we need to put our our players in the in the best things and the, to give them the chance to win football games. And we'll continue to do that. Gentlemen, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, he's. I mean, I guess that was part of the deal. He's going to be more in a CEO role, oversee, get involved in. Every aspect of it, um, that's good. I mean, sure, you know, he's a play caller at heart. I mean, that's how he made his name for himself. So, you know, it's a big step for him, and you got it's commendable to be willing to do it, especially in a high-pressure situation because I think usually in high-pressure situations, I know if I was a defensive coordinator, me as a linebacker, I, I feel very comfortable in me being able to figure it out. But to see the bigger picture is, uh, you know, Ideally, it's part of the growth that maybe, you know, he wanted to see in himself and maybe other people that wanted to see in him as well. So, you know, hopefully it all works out. And, um, I mean, he's not like it's not like they're having offensive meetings and he's just, all right, I'm gone. I'm just thinking, you know, you got a play caller, one of the hottest coordinators that had a really good year last year, uh, old veteran in Whipple, and he's going to, you know, do his thing. Rico, if you would, kind sir, clip number three. I, I just heard about that third hand. You know, I, I don't know. Um, they had one of the top offenses in the country. So, it, it, and if we scored as many points as they scored last year, I don't care if we run it, throw it, or kick it. So, um, again, we're just going to try to find the best mix and, and figure out how to score. He was talking about the, 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 the Whipple situation, and he was just finding out about it as well. Rico, what else, what other clips do you have, Kytar? I have a Garrett yes, Nelson clip talking about how he is ready to be a leader of the program. Let's get it. You know, I, if I'm the face of that program, that's, that's awesome. I've been preparing, been preparing for that my whole life. But, um, you know, the life left is that life just in general is Tommy. You know, my father teaches me how to be a good man, a good leader. And, um, you know, I try to put that on myself uh, as a leader and as a teammate to be the best I can be to my guys and be honest with them uh, even when it's hard you know nobody likes conflict and, and having those honest conversations because they suck you got to have those conversations if you want to win you got to be honest with your teammates so um, you know being that guy um, you know if you want to call me that that's great but I, I just care about my dudes and I, I want to go have fun and win football games you two were talking about this uh, off air that and Joe Gibbs used to say that you, you, without knowing everybody, you can't lead everybody. Right. The crossover between sides of the ball, uh, different levels of leadership, how, how actual important is it? What does this mean for this team to have Garrett Nelson and Travis Vokalek both claiming ownership of this team and responsibility to the other? Well, I think it's huge. It's in the sense of – you know they they're 
seeing some of the things that maybe were like lacking last year and uh, they truly, you know, want to be in it together. They know they can't do it alone. Um, You know, they're trying to, you know, it's all about their teammates and what they can get done. Um, You know, I don't think they're going quite as far as like years past where there's like us against the world or anything like that because they got tremendous amount of support. So at the end of the day, I think if, uh, you know, approach right and done right, they'll be more than happy with the success that they have. So, you know, with them, you know, moving forward, um, I think the biggest thing for them is getting in, have, starting in, have a good camp. That's, that's first and foremost because you can like each other all that all, all that much if you're not attacking each day and attacking each other, obviously, on the field and uh, doing what's right and understanding, you know, as these other teams walk in, there is no intimidation factor. The only intimidation that you're, you're going to be able to do or create is what you do on the field on come Saturdays. And what you do on Saturdays is going to be largely dictated on what you do Monday through Friday. And it's not just on the film and it's not just on social media and all that stuff. So I'm sure they're aware of that and they're sure they're, they seem like they're ready to go. Um, but, you know, Garrett, Garrett's a great representation of being a Cornhusker, all Omar. Um, they got a bunch of good kids on their team. So it's, it's just a matter of them just getting it out of their own way and going out and doing it. Well, when you start to cross-reference like Jay, you know, I love Jay, but I can promise you this. In practice, ain't no love. Ain't no love because if I don't give him a good look that he needs, then what happens? When we get into the game, now Jay ain't prepared because I wanted to go soft. Right. Yeah, I no know brother-in-law. I, yeah, ain't no brother-in-law with Nebraska. We, we, we was against brother-in-law all over the place, you know, um, I think the fact that they're hanging out, it shows the love that they have for each other, which they're going to need in order to win. But, but, but I also look at that and say, when they're talking about this, you know, one heartbeat, one team, one this, one that, one means one. So all guys have to come together as one on one accord to get something accomplished. And iron sharpens iron. You need each other to, 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 in order to put yourself and catapult yourself where we need to be here at Nebraska into that 9-3, and 10-2, 11-1, the guys are going to have to come together. Rashawn Jackson, Jay Foreman here live at Big Ten Media Days. <clears throat> Lucas Oil Arena, uh, Kevin Warren is up on the big stage podium talking to folks. Uh, and, and we'll get into his, his comments later. Uh, Rashawn, of the folks who are coming in today, who are you looking forward to getting a hold of? Well, I got one, man. Uh-huh. I, I got P.J. Flack. I, uh-huh. I told you I wouldn't. Uh, Harbaugh is on my, on my menu. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Trev. I'm going to get Trev. And uh, uh, is that Kevin Kugler? Kugler's here. No. That's Kugler. Kevin Kugler. Kugler's here. My first radio gig 20 years ago. With Kevin Coogler, unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get Coogler too. But uh, <laughs> I looked, I looked to get uh, Michigan State. All, all everybody from Michigan State. I want everybody. Michigan State tomorrow. So you, you so got, yeah, you, got you got a day, Vershawn. All right, that's fine. Yeah, you, you got time. You got right. Harbaugh. You got Pat Fitzgerald, Ferentz, PJ Fleck, Loxley, Scott Frost, Kevin Warren. Trevor's here. And I might do Kevin right. Warren. You, you, you gonna Warren. shoot high, aren't you? Yeah, I can get Kevin, Kevin Warren. Warren ain't it, with you, man. How much money you want to bet? I bet you I can get Kevin Warren. You want to bet? You want to <laughs> bet? Nah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to take that. I kind of want to take that bet. There are zero ways you get Kevin Warren. Thank you. Zero. What? What you say, Rico? Ways you get Kevin Warren. Bet something, Rico. I bet you a four hundred. No, I bet you four hundred push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> 
that I can get it. Oh, I bet you will for an open four. Open four. Did you see Nick's 400? No. He made it, though. It's ugly. It was ugly. It's he, a 400. Yeah, but it was ugly. It's a 400. Hey, when did the gorilla jump on his back? At the 300 mark or the 200 he mark? At the, he said at the visitor's, <laughs> the visitor's stance. He said he about done. 150 in, you could see him slow down, but I saw about 150 left. The, the third gorilla jumped on his back. But I to love it. Did, did we record it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's online. Oh, I got to go it. He got go it done it. in a minute 25. He ran it That's in, not bad, he though. He ran it 125. Minute 25, 400. Boy, you know, this morning, I, I can't wait to hear from Nick. How you feel? Oh, he, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's hurt. hurt. He's hurt right now. <laughs> that that what, what what is that when that when that, that builds up in you? The lactic boys? acid. The yeah. lactic acid is all over him. Yeah. He done. <laughs> he Nick, Nick's up, done he, all weekend because he ain't ran like that forever. But, no, I want hardball and I want the tight end from Iowa. He is a big boy. That's not the tight end from Iowa. Who is he from? I the, think he's from The big Indiana. guy with the suit on? Yeah, wasn't that Laporta? No, that was Laporta, bro. No, it wasn't. You wasn't over here, was you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I think that. Home. I think that's the dude from uh, Indiana. That the big AJ Barner, mm-hmm. big boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, because the guys from Iowa came up and talked to him. Well, maybe so. Might the guys know. from Iowa came in there in their uniform. Well, the yeah, none of them look like no tight end. Though. <laughs> He's long. I know, there. right? Yeah, that was little dudes. Yeah. They, they must have been like the interns or something. There ain't no, <laughs> there ain't no way that that Kurt Ferentz let them dudes come up there like that. Right, bro. If that's my senior year and I'm at media day, I'm mad. Immediate day in the uniform. got me wearing a uniform, man. I, I you got us looking like know, clowns. I didn't know what to do with it when I saw it walk in. I just I, I had to pull my camera out. I'm like, I don't know what to do. with Yeah, this. I was trying to pull mine out. It didn't happen. I, I don't know what to do with this. So there's there's tons to go through. Uh, Rico, we will throw the break. Get some more clips from you. Close out this hour and then set up the rest tell of Rico. Show. Rico, if you go to my Twitter, the new Twitter. Yeah. If you go to the, the new the two new Twitter for Sean Jackson, yeah. uh, that whole PJ Flag interview is on there. Even with Jay Foreman. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do that. We, 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 will get, we will hear from that when we come back uh, to Big Ten Media Day. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.